How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Had a pretty quiet Monday uh, at, at the old nine to five, you know, at the factory. Yeah, you had to work on freaking President's Day. Yeah, well, you know. That's a scam. I don't even know why, because, like, we have a, th- a system called, a, like, a floating holiday where, like, on, like, Good Friday, as an example, like, where I, if I choose to work that day, I just get an extra vacation day, but I can also just not work it if I don't want to. So I'm like, why isn't President's Day like that? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we had that with, like, Juneteenth. I remember they added it because last year was, like, the big push to have Juneteenth as a holiday. Although I never I thought you were saying it already happened. I thought you were saying you already had June Delph. I was like, that's not possible. No. <laughs> You're kind of, kind of forgetting the June part of June. That's what I was like. What are you talking about? Um, I don't know if we get that off now. I remember they made some statement about it last year, but I can't remember what the what it was all about. I don't know. My whole timeline is just euphoria stuff. Yeah, I need to start watching this show. It sucked before the show, but now that I'm caught up and I've watched it, it's, it's awesome. It's funny. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm just going to wait till the end of season two, though, because I'm just like, I don't want to be trying to get mild spoilers by trying to like being able to piece stuff together. You know what I'm saying? You got a week until the uh, season finale. Yeah, what were your thoughts listen. about Lexi's play? Uh... Uh, you don't have any, do you? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you're such an Ethan. When was the last time you watched? I, I I'm going to come back in like two months and just be like, "Wow, fuck you." <laughs> no, Ethan's awesome. Uh, I, I've seen this question presented before. When was the last time you watched High School Musical? It's been probably over ten years. Have you ever noticed that there was no cohesive plot or storyline in the play? that they were supposed to the musical that they were supposedly prepping for and all that. They only ever showed auditions and like the sets were like trees. None of the songs aligned with each other in any sort of plot whatsoever of an actual play. No, it's, it, it, it was just because the real musical was the movie, Josh. I think the real musical were the friends we made along the way. I would agree with that. Well, what about, well, what about, well, Jordan, that's, that's my question. What about in high school musical, the musical, the series, for Olivia Rodrigo. Um, this is the second time that we talked about High School Musical on this podcast. Yeah. Which is rapidly approaching the amount of time to talk about hockey and, and soccer combined. And cricket. Uh, cricket. cricket we're going to have like a breakout pod for cricket. <laughs> Emergency pod. Kings Punjab just won the won, won the Doe's Cup. Um <laughs> Oh, but yeah, no, what you been up to? Um, not much. I didn't work today because you know I respect our presidents. Um, you I'm would, like you, you would. Um, yeah, dude, Millard Fillmore and I share a birthday. Is that true? Yeah, January seventh. Look it up. Name one thing Millard Fillmore did. Be the president of the United States. Touche. I don't I don't know anything he actually did. Maybe he was a horrible person. Maybe like that NFL lineman who said he wanted to have dinner with Hitler. Just unprompted. Not even like a quote tweet. Just, just threw that out there himself. Uh, just like, man, <laughs> I've just been thinking about this. 
the you only need, military strate- strategy I need to get I this off my chest. Think of. <laughs> um, this is an anti-Hitler podcast. Yeah, I, I, th- I, th- I think I, uh, we're all in agreement that if you are a not anti-Hitler, please do not listen. <laughs> Hitler fan, H- Hitler stands, go away. Hitler heads, <laughs> Hitler supporters. Um, yeah, you know, there's no other, no better time to roll the theme music than that, I guess. <laughs> Hello, welcome to, I believe, the 291st episode of the podcast. I've been doing a lot of solo episodes without you, Josh. That's fine. That's, I'm, I'm kind of phoning it in after episode 16, everyone can tell. Yeah, it's like the Simpsons where it's like, oh, you only really need to listen to the first episodes like three through 16. Yeah, I mean, I episode, 10, that, is when they, really episode 10 is when they stop liking each other and you can just tell. Right, it's, you, it's only worth it after that if you're like invested in the characters and their stories, you know. Um, <laughs> hello, everyone. It is Monday, February 21st. Every time I say that, I have to check the date. I never know the date. Not being in school really kind of ruined. I, I don't know. Maybe this is just me. I never know the date. I have, I know just because I have meetings and stuff at work. Unless it's like that. a significant date. I mean, every day you're around is significant to me, Jordan. So. Every day on earth is a gift, and that's why we call it the present. No cussing, no fussing. Um... We got a lot to talk about today. Not really. (laughs) I have not prepared much. There's not a ton to talk about. It's kind of been a dead week in sports. We're still, uh, we're still going to go for about an hour. We're going to spew some thoughts into the airwaves, and you know, uh, Scotty Barnes made a fool of himself with the. That's not true. That's not true. That's all. That's all politics and anti-Canadian discourse. That's our leading topic, by the way. That's all politics and anti-Canadian discourse. Let me let me break down Scotty Barnes All Star Weekend. First of all, as long as you as long as you break down the floaters that Giannis missed too in the Skills Challenge, go ahead. First of all, Scotty had he started very a smile that brought this nation closer together than right. He started he started off great. He had a cute little smile, cute wave in his intro, hugging Tyrese Maxey, and yeah, who also missed two floaters. Dare I say? And then he proceeded to miss the easiest shot on the court. Wow. So, so, so easy that a second NBA player also missed it. And then he, um, what was the other thing? Oh no, just the Raptors in general. Fred Van Vliet got the lowest score of anybody in the three-point contest. What did he get? Like 15. Levine got 12. So Fred Van Vliet got the second lowest score of anyone in the three points. Yeah, see, it's all politics and anti-Canadian discourse. Okay, guy. Fred Van Vliet is from Kansas. I would support him more than you. He's from Rockford, Illinois. So I he support him more than State. you. But he went. he's from Rockford, Illinois. But he made his career in the state of Kansas. Um, and then in the All-Star game, what team was Van Vliet on? Was he on the winning team? Was he on Team LeBron? Yeah, he was on Team LeBron. He only played nine minutes, but I mean, he's because he, he plays like forty minutes during the regular season. So I imagine he just kind of wanted a break. Um, he shot fifty percent from three. I'll take it. He also sucks. Um, he doesn't suck, but it was it was very funny. I'm, I'm a huge Van Vliet, Van Vliet fan. He sucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm scrolling through a text here because there was something I said that, yeah, the Raptors are the laughing stock of All-Star Weekend, Josh. 
That's that's what people are saying. No was rapper was in the, the, no was rapper was in the dunk contest, so that's not possible. I was walking around downtown earlier, and uh, I just people everywhere were talking about it. Um, Precious Achua would have won uh, Rising Stars MVP had uh, had his team not, had he not been playing against Evan Mobley and Cade Cunningham. Where the hell drafted those teams? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. That he lost too. That's embarrassing as well. Scotty hey, Barnes, excuse me, he first round. Scotty had a horrible team around him. We said on the podcast last week that Scobit, that was our pick because that team was loaded. No, I, we said Cade and Evan <laughs> Mobley team was the loaded team. Uh, we we said that we liked Scotty's team. Yeah, because Scotty was on it. All right, you know what? I'm going to talk my shit. I said skills challenge. I, had, I took team whatever Cade was on. Or Rising took, Stars. But, then, but I also want to put no, off air. No, no, no. Off air, you put money on the Cavs. No, no, no. I, I meant I meant in the Rising Stars. I said team team. I put I picked the Cavs and rise in the uh, skills contest. As did I. I said Desmond Bain and Carl Anthony Towns in three point, and I picked Obi Toppin in the dunk contest. I got zero things wrong except for on three point when I was allowed to pick two people. Why were you allowed? What do you mean allowed? You to both pick picked people? two. I never. I only picked Fred. <laughs> no, you picked Trey Young too. Oh, I think I said like, oh sure. Yeah. I said I because I picked. I was torn between Bain and Cat, and I said you can pick a second one, and he picked Trey Young. Hand in the air. I may have chuckled when you said cat. You Hand have. in the air on that one. Yeah. Cat had the lowest odds, if anybody, and he won. Third big man to ever win it, Josh. Do you know the other two? Uh, Kareem? No. No. Bill Russell. Uh, Bill Russell. <laughs> <George> <laughs> I, I got it. Give me, give me a hint. Give me a hint. They're both relatively recent. I thought you were going to say they're both tall, and I was like, I'm going to hang up right now. <laughs> they are both. I think the first guy did it in 06, and then the second one was more recent than that. What big man was shooting threes in 06? Don't overthink it. I'm try- I can't even remember. Who- was I alive in 06? Who was playing in 06? Don't overthink it. Shaq was on the cover of NBA 2K6. It could have been him. Two Hall of Famers. What? Like, were they true bigs, or were they just tall? Like, were they centers? Neither. of the, They were both power forward. One of them maybe could have played center. The other one was a definitive power forward. Oh, yeah, I got no clue. But they're, they're big men. They're not like wings at all. What teams? I give it away. <laughs> well, think, well, big, think, think stretch big. Stretch four. Big man. Shoot. Back in 2006, I can't remember. I can't remember. He was pretty <laughs> early. Eh, come on. Legend. Retired in the last few years. Okay. Yeah, I got nothing. His name rhymes with Kirk. No, Wilts. Oh, Dirk was in the three-point contest. I didn't know that. I did. That was a terrible job of me coming up with like a spoonerism name of Dirk Nowitzki. I never knew that Dirk competed. Yeah, in the he was the first contest. seven-footer to ever win it. Because I thought, I thought like that was the whole thing within the past few years, and they're like, we want big men and we want like Embiid, and, and they were like, no, big men aren't ever going to be in it. <laughs> Dirk was the first seven. Well, evidently, three have only ever won. Can you get the third one? Well, third one's cat. <laughs> well, the second one. I still got. I got nothing. Even even after Dirk, I got nothing. He won a he, championship recently. He's in the last five or six years. And this is what year was this one? Uh, I think he won it in like 2012. I'm. It's Kevin Love. Kevin Love's not big. Oh my God! What is he? A small forward? It's small. He's a power forward slash center. Probably more of a power forward. That, was, I was thinking, he like, is I was a big like, man because he's not a wing. Mm. No. 
positionless. No. No, he's like 6'11 and slow. You don't have to be fast. <laughs> to be a wing, yeah, you kind of do. Floor facilitator. You know, no. kind of floor general vibe. It's like you're going to argue uh, Jokic is a point guard. No. Jokic, no. Why, why would Jokic isn't, isn't a primary player? Floor facilitator, positionless. The point stands that Kevin Love is a big man. Um, Fringe. Well, we are firing on all cylinders already. I stand by it that the three-point contest is the best event. It probably should be the capper of the event because, like, I just – I don't know why you'd want to be in the dunk contest at this point because, it's like, what do you do that hasn't been done before already that isn't just a cheap gimmick like dunking some, Tim's? The only, the only new thing to do is, like, something insane with, like, props. Exactly. I, like, it's literally just, like, how creative are you as opposed to how good of a dunker are you? Like, if Cole Anthony came out – if he had nailed that dunk on the first try in his dad's jersey, jumping over his dad and the Tim's, that probably would have been a 50. Yeah. But if Jalen had made a dunk, that probably would have been cool. Hear me out. Lower the goals to like 9-5 in the dunk contest. Because so I mean, many, those, so many of those. up to 11, and it was pretty cool. I remember that. Because like, uh, who was it? Oh, um, Juan T tried to honey dip it, yep. and he couldn't get his arm up high enough. You lower that six inches, he's coming out of Vince Carter. That sounds painful. You, you put a little tight soup out there. I'm actually doing pretty nasty. Hey, we uh, I'm I'm man enough to admit that I played basketball on like a seven foot five, like the lowest setting rim until I was like 18. All through, like after after school, getting home, playing on seven five with my friends. It was very bizarre at my uh, grade school, which like at the the courts just like part of the park attached to the parking lot, the hoops are there. They would, they'd always would disconnect and take away the ability to uh, like the levers to adjust the hoop. Mm-hmm. One was all the way on its lowest. And one was like at its highest, which was above 10 feet. I'm like, I mean, yeah. what damage is going to happen to allowing people to adjust to the proper height? They, they, that's crazy. Cause the elementary school, my, my house and the one I went to, they, there was it was just like a cement in the ground fixed at one height no matter what they like broke, new, they like new. broke off the handle the, yeah like i they you uh, one time they adjusted for us like during recess and then like i saw them take it away and put it back in the office and like because like they were new when i was in like the fifth grade around that kind of time around 2006 and dirk Nowitzki famously won the three-point contest um and because like they they were new because i remember they were just used to be poles in the ground i guess Growing up, uh, we most of the time we would play basketball at Jack's house in the neighborhood, and he um, he had a goal with like the adjustable whatever. And then when we were in like eighth grade, probably give or take, uh, someone jumped up and dunked as someone was adjusting the hoop, and so it broke and it got oh. stuck on like eight foot nine, give or take, eight and a half, eight whatever. And we just played on that for the rest of our lives. And so I'm, I think the reason I'm not very good as basketball is because I grew up playing on like low dunk size rims and then that for my whole life. So like my calibrations of shooting is way off. So I think if I like grew a foot, I'd be money because like the hoop was a foot lower. And so if my head is a foot higher on a 10 foot goal, it even out. Are you implying that you'd be better at basketball if you were like six <laughs> eleven? Yeah. Oh, you don't think I'm six feet tall, huh? <laughs> Why don't you consult my driver's license, bud? 
Dude, I actually, I actually don't know what it says on my driver's license. I don't know what it says on mine either because I lied. And I, I, I know I said I was like 180, which is just LOL. Um, I'm, I'm definitely 5'11", by the way. Just just full transparency, I am not six feet tall. And also full transparency for me, I have literally no idea. The last time I went to the doctor, they refused to measure me. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it, all, you, t- you slipped your shoes off, stepped up on the scale. They're like, no, no, none of that. Well, she no, she got mad. She took my weight. She got mad at me because I was like, I said, like, oh, let me take my shoes off for my vanity. Didn't not even a little chuckle. I was like, okay, come on, just trying to have a good time here. And then I was like, she was like, how tall are you? I said, I don't know. Like, can, I, can we actually get a measurement? And she said, eh, your file says 5'10. We can call that. I was like, no, my yeah. file was from when I was 16. I was gonna say, I'm you're not five, you're taller than me. I am. That's why I was like, what do you want about? I have no That's idea if I'm six foot, six foot one or something like that. Like. I have, I have no clue. She just really did not want to measure my height for some reason that day. I guess. I mean, hey, do you want to do your job to the full satisfaction and the full level you should probably be? Speaking of that, too, I got a fishing license last year. Okay. I like fishing. I don't see yeah. how that's related, but continue. Hold on. I was cleaning on my wallet over the weekend because I was getting rid of some like loyalty cards and gift cards or whatever that they are gone, you know? Mm-hmm. And I pulled the fishing license. I hadn't read it when they gave it to me because the guy at Walmart was like being taught how to do it while he was doing it. And I was like, whatever, as long as it's valid, I don't care. It had my address from when I was like 13. And it said I was five foot five, like 120 pounds. I was like, yeah, that seems right. That's accurate. Yeah, that's probably accurate information. I only gave you my driver's license to input it with my, you know, current address. But yeah, that's probably right. He probably looked at me. I was like, yeah, that's five, five, 120. (laughs) (laughs) Take it as a compliment. Um... (laughs) Never ask a man his, what is it? Never ask a man his salary, a woman her age, age. or a man applying for a fishing license, his height, correct height and weight and address. Um, Why do you need a license to fish? Conservation and all that. And you just, but like, could you, what would happen if you just, what would happen if I went down to the local watering hole with my rod that I have and I just cast it out and pulled in a couple of rainbow trout? Would I get, would the fuzz be hot on my tail? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually, shot. If the game warden, well, if the game warden has a license, that's fine. Uh, the game warden, yeah, no, you, you would a you have to release all your fish, obviously. And well, they're then, like, dead. Well, then you're then you're really getting in trouble. <laughs> Am I expected when I catch fish to put them in a thing of of, of salt water? Have you or never of, been of, fishing before? And not, and not since I was a little boy. You have like a little basket, uh, all the ones that hit hit the size requirements, either in like your boat, which I've never been, fa- I've never been fancy enough to have. You, there's either like live wells, you, there's water and you put them in, or you have like a basket oh, I see. that has like trap doors and then you hang that over the side of the boat while you're sitting and fishing. That nice. way they're, you know, still alive and fresh and not going rancid while you're still fishing. Okay. That makes sense. That's you're the type of city boy who's probably never caught a fish. I've caught fish. Mm-hmm. When I was a young boy, scout. clearly not any big enough worth keeping. No, this the, I've, uh, uh, I'm a fish out of water when it comes to fishing. Um, gonna go fishing. Absolutely, I love fishing. What? How do you even go fish? Like what? What? Uh, we, uh, my buddy and I, we just went to like the the state park kind of close to here and they had some public ponds and so you just got to find public lakes and stuff like that and you have a boat what do you have a boat he he has a boat but we just we just would stay on the shore and walk to where we felt like walking you can rent boats what do you do with your fish if you're standing on the shore there's no water to dip them in what oh i just do catch and release for doing that oh so you just do it for for sport yeah just for just a good just to get out in the sun you know and 
Well, that's that's my problem is I don't get out in the sun. That's your problem. I stay inside all day. It's just um, a, just a you know just a good old just relax, hang outside, enjoy enjoy some nature on a beautiful day. You know. Do you throw up a sign on your door that says "Gone fishing"? Uh, no. Again, I get into an argument with my wife as she thinks I love the fish more than I love her. Right. I play uh, play Brad Pays as I'm gonna miss her. That's a fishing song reference that nobody's gonna get except for David Peterson. <laughs> women want me, fish fear me. Uh, women want me, fish fear me, and women also fear me. So. <laughs> And fish also want me. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll go fishing. Dude, Clinton Lake yeah. probably has fishing I could do, huh? Yeah, you probably fish. Are there, fish are there fish there? Isn't that a, is that a man-made lake? Where? Clinton Lake. Probably yes for both. Because it's like oddly. It's probably, it's probably stocked. It's oddly like perfectly oval shaped. Well, yeah, oh, no, it's absolutely a man-made lake. But I don't know. They could have stocked it. That's crazy to me, the idea that people do that. You dig a big lake and then you just throw a bunch of fish in there. Like imagine being a fish just swimming in like rivers and balling and having a good time. It's like a zoo for fish. I guess that's an aquarium. <laughs> but like they like imagine you're just chilling in your house and then they pluck you out and, and put you in a different house. Another body of water and you can't leave that body of water. I couldn't leave the other lake I was in, to be fair. Well, if you were oh, like a, a natural lake, there's like a lake with like a river and like, a, you know, some streams you could swim through. I suppose, but I don't know. I mean, like. You ever seen Finding Nemo? I guess that's in the ocean. The ocean is the world's <laughs> biggest lake. You know, the world's biggest lake is actually a sea. Seems like cheating, but okay. Right. Like what is, but then it got me thinking, what is the difference between a sea and a lake? Yeah. Cause like. Yeah, then the ocean would just be the biggest lake. Right. That's what I'm saying. Depth, is the ocean is, is one big thing? lake. It might be a depth thing. Caspian Sea. It's the world's it might be a depth thing. You think? Or like a it doesn't continent. reach like a certain threshold to be classified as an actual sea. Uh looks like it says the Caspian Sea is the world's largest lake, even though it shares some characteristics of the sea, including salinity and the fact that it has an ocean basin below sea level. Mm. Maybe, See, I, oh it, shit. Is that why they call it sea level? You're joking. Well, I, I I always assumed it was just that that's the level it's at. I didn't realize that it like that's like a measurement. Yeah, it's a measurement. I know, like you say, like you're a, f- a thousand feet above sea level. I just figured that meant you're a thousand feet above the ocean. But like, is that like <laughs> sea level just means like that's when it becomes a sea? Yeah. Like if I dug a if I dug like uh, where's like the the lowest point in the United States? Lowest point in the United States is that rock bottom. The bad water basin. It was me in 2018 in San uh, in San Antonio. That was the lowest point. <laughs> uh, Death Valley, 250 yeah, I mean, feet below sea level. So it was any. So if you were to, I was the Grand Canyon, not like the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Not. Huh. I don't know. If 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 the if Death Valley, if there was a obviously it's not because it's a desert. And like wait wait, are we talking like Clemson Death Valley, LSU Death Valley, well, which Death Valley? The actual Death Valley. Oh, the actual Death Valley. <laughs> bad water basin. Um, is what it's called. Um, huh. Yeah, this looks not fun, dude. Let's go do a live pod from the Badwater Basin. Live show? Yeah. Um, let's go in the middle of summer. No. <laughs> oh, you could just go now. It'd be like going to the sun at night because it's cold and you can walk around. Um, but like, so if like if they made a man-made lake in Death Valley, would it be a sea? 
New Orleans is below find sea out. level. Jordan, New I'll bring a shovel. You bring a bucket. New Orleans is below sea level, is it not? Uh, I think parts. So if there's a lake in New Orleans, is it a sea? We'll get to the bottom of this. Don't you worry. <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of the fucking lake because it's below sea level. Well, does the, I'm reading the, the we've gone one week without NFL football and we are debating the characteristics of, of <laughs> bodies of water. All I'm saying is it's kind of bullshit that the Caspian Sea is the world's biggest lake. And did you know that Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln? <laughs> um, do you like the All Star game? Did you watch the All-Star game? I didn't watch. I was at the uh, – uh, where was I? That was Sunday. I was – Watching Euphoria. Yeah. I have no idea what was, I was doing. That was, I just... that, was, that was last night, Josh. It was less than 20 I know. That's why I'm just like, what the fuck was I doing? Hmm. So Josh's whereabouts last night are completely unknown. <laughs> That's actually going to bother me now. I have no idea. If any, if any police officers or detectives are listening to this in, in the in the in the greater tri-state area, and you're looking to solve a murder, I know I went to Costco, but I don't know what I did at night. <laughs> um, you, why didn't you watch the All Star game? I tried trying to figure out why I did. Well, evidently, you didn't have much oh, else to do. I remember I, I was on a group Facetime call with some buddies, and then I played Peterson in the show and uh, trounced him ten to two. Mm, likely story. We haven't played the show in a while. I know. My team is good now. My Peterson, seem, is Peterson good. seems really good. You should play him. No. <laughs> he would beat me by 150. He has a lot of like the finest players and all that. And I mean, my lineup is all like 99s. And I have, well, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of 99s, and uh, they're all like uh, tier four. I don't know. I, I was doing a tie. What? It's like they have like 130 contact and power or something. Yeah. I had a. Uh, you'll, you'll appreciate this. Uh, my Honus Wagner card took him deep twice, and he was he, he, he was so mad. He literally googled, "Was Honus Wagner good?" And <laughs> turns out, yes, he was actually good. I stand by it. I think I may have said it before on this podcast. If you dropped me into baseball at the same time as Honus Wagner, I'd be an all star. I think they also said that Honus Wagner only ever got caught stealing like four times in his career. Well, that can't be true. Yeah, that, I, I agreed with him on that. I was like, "Well, that's just false." I probably <laughs> just didn't write it down. If you got caught stealing, I said, "Were they were they like?" keeping track of caught stealing at that point no Ooh, you type in honus wagner caught it says cheating as the first thing Ooh, on his wife or at baseball trouble we'll find out trouble along the uh in the wagner household (laughs) honus wagner's gotta be dead by now (laughs) he played in he played in 1909 and 1924 who's the oldest human being still alive uh, no one born in the 1800s, obviously. Anymore. Oldest person alive. Wow, it says it's your mom. <laughs> um, there's someone who was 119. And- Did I ever tell you my mom listens to this podcast? Does she? No. <laughs> I just want to see if that would make you worried. <laughs> I, would, I know. Um, she's more than welcome to. I can't uh, stop her. I guess it's not illegal. Kane Tanaka is... She was born in 1903. Wait, let me find an American. <laughs> No, you'll see why. None of these, none of the, none wow. of the top ten are Americans. Uh, I, that, that says I, I'd a lot. Assume, I'd assume that says many. a lot. <laughs> I would assume not many. <laughs> America couldn't even crack the fucking top twenty-five. All right, we got a Canadian here, uh, Ja Hyung Lee. Maybe he made a trip down to the states at some point. He could have seen Honus Wagner play. In theory, I, I suppose. I suppose they could have. Um. Nobody. Wow. 
no one alive from uh, the 19th century anymore. We're They're all cool. gone. The oldest one is 1903. We're 22 years deep into the 21st century. So honestly, for their sake, I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, That's too much. That's too much life at that point. Tell that to be, Drake. That'd be almost 130 years old, Jordan. <laughs> Would you want to live to be that old? No, I'm hoping to check out around like 88. 88 is kind of. I want to go. I, I like. I'd like to go out at exactly 100. I want to go out before it's just like where life is just not a huge inconvenience. I want to, I want to hit so like right now that right now the current trajectory, that's like 35. Right. I want, I want to, I mean, I go off my parents' health insurance next year. Ah, uh, dude, same huge. Um, so that's going to, that's going to be an inconvenience. Um, Absolutely. Huge inconvenience. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I want to live to be exactly a hundred because I think it's probably a rare club of people that have ever had the three candles on your birthday cake. Yeah. But I, I feel like it's gotten more common just as time goes on. Well, yeah. With advances in modern medicine. Like, I mean, with advances in modern medicine, Josh, we might look to be infinity. We could be entered into the matrix. Well, what if we're already in the matrix? Wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> uh, Jordan, there are, uh, in 2015, there were about 417,000 individuals aged 100 or over worldwide. So, 417,000? Yeah. What is it? 417,000? Aged 100 over in 2015. So, let's just say it's about the same today. You know, it probably it probably did go down due to COVID, so now it actually is probably kind of rare. That's that's five percent of people on Earth. That doesn't sound right. That's not right. <laughs> I did the I did the math. Four seven million, bi- seven billion people. Oh Jesus Christ! I put in four hundred seventeen million, not four. Yeah, I was like, "There's no way that's right." <laughs> so that's so that's point oh oh five percent of people on Earth are over a hundred. So, and this, uh, ooh, the second sentence of this article does that fun thing where the the, the author doesn't understand stats because it says this figure is expected to increase to over 19 million in the year 2100. Probably not. <laughs> no, it's not. I heard something the other day that we don't that we are there's a baby shortage. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people our age don't have kids because you know we don't have. There's not enough. There's there's not enough people being born. Well. Here's the, uh, in America, I know it's definitely a declining birth rate uh, because you know people are just don't have money. Capitalism um, is the greatest birth control. No, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, what do they call it in countries where you're only allowed to have like one kid? I mean, they just kind of oh, what is that? I don't know. It's just like people just call it the one child law. You ever read those books, Among the Hidden, as a kid? No, it's like in some like dystopian society where like you're only allowed to have one kid but then like the main character is like the second kid shocker that that's what the book's about and like she has to like live in the shadows and then she like finds a bunch of other kids that live in the shadows among the hidden essentially um decent book did you read the hunger games yeah of course it were you a fan yeah i was talking to somebody the other day who said they weren't a fan of hunger games and surprised what else did you read in middle school, there were like four books that everyone read, like Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Hunger Games, classics. People who read, people who were pretentious, uh, read Hugo, that big ass fucking book that was all pictures. Essentially, what? Frindle. What? Frindle. You didn't read Frindle? No, oh, Hatchet. Frindle. Oh, uh, Hatchet. Yeah, Hatchet. We read that in fifth grade for school. Frindle. It's a kid with a pen. Frindle. Uh, that might have been oriented more towards like small children. No, look, look at that. I'm, I'm sharing my screen. How about Andrew Clements? Yeah, look it up. Look it up. Look up. Friends. Oh, I recognize the cover. I never read it. 
Grindle. Good book. Magic Tree. I, I recognize the cover with the that dork holding the pen. Hey, that's Frindle. Maybe no, that's that's Nick. His name's not. What does Frindle mean? I didn't read the book. Oh, he gives you should have told a new name. Frindle. All right, podcast book club. Everyone, go to your local library. Check out Frindle. It's only 105 pages. No, oh, that's too much for a week. Um, Over a six week. and a half million copies sold. What was your AR goal in school? Uh, we just kind of you know just took the test for the points, and then we had like a little uh, shop show up at like the end of the semester every shop? semester. Yeah, you could trade in your AR points for like an iPod. What the fuck? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> we just a lot had of it, to do it. A lot of it was garbage, and then uh, and then like uh, you know, if you had a bunch of AR points in the bank, you can get like an iPod Shuffle. So they motivated you guys with like iPods and we five pound bags girls. of gummy bears, and we were motivated by fear that we would fail. Yeah, we were we were a bunch of material girls. What was your goal, or how many? What was your average? What number did you hit? I have no idea. You strike me as a kid who might have been like a 90s or also like 12. I was nasty with the AR points in grade school. I will admit that. And then you find, do you ever find like the exploits of like the sports history books? That, like, I did that in middle school when they said you have a this AR goal. I just did like seven books that I remembered the test to. Mm-hmm. And then my teacher got very upset with me. She was like, you weren't supposed to finish as fast as possible. You're supposed to read a bunch of new books. Uh, but she forgot to reset my points. So I still passed. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I remember one time I needed, like, a bunch of points in a pinch. And, like, I, I didn't have enough time to, like, read, like, six or seven Dr. Seuss books. Yeah. Which was, that was the OG strat. Yes. Yeah. I, I remember there was one kid who was real dumb. And I won't say his name, even though there's no chance he hears this. Nick Crady. But his, yeah. But his AR goal was, like, seven. And he didn't read all year. And then on, like, the last day of the quarter or whatever, he would be in the library pumping out, like, green eggs and ham, cat in the hat. <laughs> Uh, but I remember one time I needed some points in a pinch and there was like a, like a encyclopedia of the Kansas city chiefs or something like that. And mm-hmm. like, I, I skimmed it very, not even really at all. And like I passed cause I just knew it was like, who is the chiefs quarterback? Oh, Trent green. Yeah. I knew that one. Um, shout out to my librarian, Miss Novak growing up. She, uh, yeah, she, she was she with, librarians in general. Yeah. A, a, a strong profession. Pay librarians more. Jordan, did you know that uh, having funds not really hard as long as you have a library card? That's what I've heard. Um, I should get a library card. I live near the library in Lawrence. You should. It's a nice library. I don't really read. Which do a library review one of these days. Like of a book or reviewing our library? Reviewing the library. The library I went to as a kid fucked. Uh, did you ever, did you, you had like, I assume, because we didn't grow up in the same areas. No. You had like a local library you went to like a lot? Yeah. Um, I think my favorite, did you have, no, wait, let me tell you about the library at my school, elementary school. We had a tree house. Ooh. It was like, a, obviously there wasn't a tree indoors. There was like a fake tree and there was, it was like a, like a, like a, like a, like a crow's nest type deal. Second time I said crow's nest in this podcast you could like go up there and read and it was only like a few kids could go up at a time. So like, if it was open, you were like, Oh fuck. Yeah, dude, let's go up to the fucking treehouse. It was sick. We, we had some similar on the playground where it was a bunch of uh, tires kind of arranged in like a pyramid sort of structure where you oh, this could, was on the playground. Yeah. This was in the playground. The library was just a room, but um, the, 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 that, that was always a prime little read spot. Cause like you were still small enough to where you could fit in between the tires. They were big tires. 
Uh, but they had to tear it down because uh, every year there were hornets' nests inside them. <laughs> there was, and it was there in was the middle shocking, of the playground. There was a unsafe amount of wasps and hornets' nests on playgrounds. So you think that the playground sciences would have evolved uh, by now? Uh, you think that months. before the beginning of the school year, when you sent a bunch of small children out, you would be like, "Hey, should we check for wasps this year?" Dude, dude. When I was a little kid, I think one of the reasons I have such a fear of wasps, I, uh, you know how like the old you know like playgrounds i'm assuming your playground is about the same as mine there's like a kind of a crawl space underneath it no i have no idea what you're talking about. no like the playground equipment like you run around on itself it's elevated by like a foot off the ground no we just had like a shed a shed they just had like a little shed yeah did you grow like a lot of it was scored in the a lot of it was fucking depression (laughs) it was just a shit that that they stored like the playground equipment in it was a shed no, did you have a jungle gym? Yeah. I I'm talking about the, the jungle gym. Well, that's not a crawl space. No, like underneath the, the jungle gym was like elevated by like a foot off the ground. No, it was connected right into the wood chips. Uh, the wood chips was a horrible design. Horrible design. When Just we got get, a little older, hey, hey, kid, you're going to fall from a high height and also onto a bed of splinters. Right. Um, they, they changed ours eventually to a uh, rubber tire. I. No, I think it's still wood chips around this area. I think the new like schools that get built, those are rubber. But I think I think my my grade school is still still wood chips. Last time I drove by it, I it looked. I think the reason this generation is so soft is because they stopped having the wood chips. Because they because they don't have a bunch of splinters poking them all day. Do you ever have to stand on the wall? No, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you were like in trouble, like you would lose your recess and you'd have to stand on the wall. Yeah, there was like a bench near the playground attendant too like, no like did you ever have to like stand on the wall like we had to stand on the wall and face the wall i mean yeah but you know yeah. that wasn't just kind of cruel common i mean we I mean, had a I teacher who would always put kids in the corner too i mean i get taken away recess if you're fucking around but like i don't know make me sit in the classroom let me sit down why do i have to stand on the wall fresh air hear anyway. all the fun that your peers are having behind you it's like solitary confinement honestly uh in my in my school in uh fifth grade so all all kindergarten through fourth grade you got two recesses a day morning recess afternoon recess Uh and then in fifth grade they took away morning recess because they were trying they were trying to like wean you off a recess before you grew up to the big leagues where there's no more recess but then in the year in my fifth grade year uh my okay so my fifth grade teacher left like a month or two in because she had a kid and so we had like a sub teacher like a long-term sub. And I think she was like partially trying to like earn brownie points and like get in cool with the kids. And we convinced her that we didn't like being stuck inside all day, getting all stuffed up. We need to go get some fresh air. Um, and we convinced like, and I think it was either like, we like siphoned off like 20 minutes of our indoor reading time or something. And we convinced her to ha- let us have a fresh air break. And it started with like, uh, she would just let us like go stand outside and like do homework outside or whatever. And then naturally it just became a second recess. Yeah. But basically we started a revolution to bring back second recess. Um, and I say all of this to say when I was a very little kid, as I was going to say earlier, I crawled into this crawl space that I I'm sure is a uniquely uh, weird thing that you didn't have on your jungle gym, that it was somehow bolted to the ground. Um, I was crawling under there fucking around. I don't know, doing something with some other kid. We were playing army men or something probably. And there was a giant wasp maybe not a nest, maybe just a wasp. And I was like, what's that? So I threw a clump of, I guess it was wood chips back then. I threw a clump of wood chips at it. Ah, uh, murky move. It stung me. I had to get 
carried to the nurse's office. Keep in mind, I was six. Yeah. I, it wasn't because I was unconscious. It was because I was, I was sad and crying and whining yeah. for my mommy. Um, and I went to the nurse's office, got patched up. Uh, I think I went home for the day. Um, but yeah, that's why I have a huge fear of wasps to this day. No, that's just rational. They don't, they, they, they're just mean. Wasps they provide, are, provide wasps nothing. Wasps are probably the bottom five organism on earth. Mosquitoes. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Wasps, mosquitoes. Hornets. I would lump them in with wasps. Is a yellow jacket its own thing? That's a wasp. Is a yellow jacket really? I thought yellow jacket was its own type of thing. Give me a trapdoor spider. Fuck you. Setting Maybe traps. Spider, really. being, being a spider. Get out of here. Eating birds. Get out of here. Really any type of spider, I would argue. Well, they, they, they provide some good. Yeah, but fuck them. Don't get near me. If there's a spider within a... Well, if we're doing that, then I'm going to throw snakes and bats out there, too. Definitely bats. Um... Snakes are bad. I don't like snakes. You ever have any run-ins with snakes? Yeah, when I went fishing with my buddy over the summer, uh, one was charging right at me. It scared the shit out of me, even though it's just a little garden snake. Charging was, right at you? It was slithering right at my feet. How fast uh, does it go? And the, what? How fast does it go? It was pretty zippy, but I was uh, or, I, I jumped. Or, I jumped out and I was like, I jumped out. Oh hell no! But it hit like the concrete, a uh, little elevated part of the gazebo that the park also had. So it turned around and came back for me after I was like, oh hell no. I don't you like try, snakes. I don't I don't like rep, I don't like reptiles. I you tried say. to deek you out. You don't like reptiles, bro. What about a Komodo like dragon? What? What about a Komodo dragon? Hell no. Hell no. I'm kicking that thing. This is an anti-Komodo dragon podcast. Yeah, no, I don't I don't I don't like I don't like reptiles. What about Reptar from Rugrats? Oh yeah, he's cool. He's chill. He's a hero. I don't know what the, I looked up reptiles and one of the Google suggestions was what are the top 10 reptiles? None of them. They're all tied for last place. Komodo dragon. Fuck them. Yep. Black Mamba. RIP Kobe. Saltwater crocodile. I guess a crocodile is a reptile. Yeah. It's not an amphibian. I, I would. I, that's weird to me that a, that a snake and a crocodile are of the same uh, genus or family or uh, et cetera. Can you name yeah. the classification of animals? No. Kingdom, phylum, class, family, order, genus, species. King Philip came over for good spaghetti, Josh. Please excuse my, excuse my dear Aunt Sally. That's all I know. Um, what's the other one for PEMDAS? Uh, because someone said it to me once and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't remember the one for the planets either. Okay, well, can you not just remember the... Uh, can you not remember the order of planets? I'd probably I'd probably flip around a couple of them. Maybe Uranus and Neptune. Does only Uranus and Neptune switch? I don't know. Not that kind. I looked up Pemdis mnemonics, and one of them was, "Please end, please end my depression and suffering." Pemdis, please end my depression and suffering. Please excuse my dope ass swag. I feel like if I was a rapper in 2013, I would have made a song called Pemdis. And please excuse my dope ass swag. Oh, it was. Uh, Jordan, what's your top? What's your top? Uh, what's your top? Uh, like, not necessarily rap song, just title of a rap song of all time. Well, Chief Keith has like five songs titled "Bang." Yeah, <laughs> so it's probably one of them. I'm gonna go with uh, Fifty Cent's "Gatman" and "Robin" R O B B I N. Okay, and so I'm like I'm, every time I see them, I'm like that's just too good. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with "Thrift Shop" by Macklemore. Yeah. All right. All right. Once again, 
Macklemore Ryan Lewis wins again. <laughs> yeah, is it? Uh, I, I was gonna list a song title from all of those albums that Thrift Shop won over, but uh, or the Heist won over. Yeah, I'll I can admit it. I'll I can name it. I two. Pretty, I can name two songs from the Heist. Said so. I, I can name several. I was pretty into that album. I didn't really 10, listen. 10,000 Hours is the intro. I didn't really listen to music back then. 10,000 Hours is the intro. Can't Hold Us is the second track, I think. The stereotypical uh, second song on an album being the big pop banger. Yeah. Uh, Thrift Shop. Big 2013 energy. Huh? Big, like, 2013 energy. Right. Thrift Shop, Same Love, White Walls, Bomb Bomb, um, Thin Line. Um, that Why I- are you the biggest Macklemore, Ryan Lewis, the heist fan in America? I'm just telling you that I liked that album. And I'm sure if I listened to it now, I wouldn't like it as much. Although White Walls is a banger. Schoolboy Q. There's some, there's some kid who's the equivalent age that we were at that time right now. They're going to have a podcast in a few years. And they'll be like, I liked Big Day growing up. I, I thought it got a lot of hate. <laughs> no, not the same. <laughs> oh, how could I? Okay, so I'm looking at it now. Make the money. Eh. Neon Cathedral, but the song Jimmy Iovine. You ever heard that song? You're the only people. You're the only person who's ever listened to this album in full. Fucking Wings. No, nope. you know the song Wings, the one about I, sneakers. I guarantee you, I do not. That one. That I rarely um, listened to music back then. It, it was like essentially, if it wasn't on the radio, I really didn't listen to music back then. Wings was probably on the radio. Couldn't it's tell a you. Song about like sneakers and like sneaker culture. Couldn't tell you. Uh, Awake, which I think is just a interlude. Gold, that song's awesome. Would you say I'm it's sure gold? I'm sure if I listen to it now, what? Would you say it's gold? Starting Over, I think is the outro. <laughs> and then Cowboy Boots, don't remember that one. Castle, don't remember that one. My Oh My, the song about the Mariners. Who the hell has ever gone from a song called Cowboy Boots to a song called Castle? The I'm least sure. cowboy thing on the planet. <laughs> True. Um, and then Victory Lap. Victory Lap's a great song. Those were on the deluxe, I believe. Uh, I'm going to give the heist by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis a seven out of ten, a soft seven. There's some classics on there, man. Say so. There's some classics. You got. You can. You have to admit they can't hold us. It's like a classic, like pop banger. It got overplayed to hell. It got overplayed so fast. A decade, but that's that's like the ultimate. The the best songs, the overplayed songs. Yeah, it's overplayed and it sucks, but that's a sign of it being an amazing song. Not necessarily. Yeah, everybody uh, liked popular it. So doesn't, much that we listen popular to doesn't it. mean that it was good. No, no, but like it was just catchy. I'm saying that like a song getting overplayed, like Sickle Mode, when it came out, I was like, this is the greatest song of all time. And then like a month or two later, I was like, are they really playing Sickle Mode? Uh, Mo Bamba. Yeah, I was well, first on Mo Bamba. I was the first person to hear Mo Bamba. <laughs> All right, I heard it. Cool. I heard it in 26, 2017, and it didn't get popular until like summer of twenty eighteen. Throwback to a young Jordan Wolf in twenty twelve when Party Rock Anthem drops. He's like, I remember when it came out twenty eleven. I was party rocking forever. I'm just saying, I was one day randomly scrolling through like the most necessary podcasters or not playlist on Spotify or something, and at like the bottom of the list was a song called Mo Bamba, and I remember it with the OG cover art. It was a picture of Sheck West, and then it got changed. Or a picture, it was a picture of Mo Bamba, and then it got changed because copyright, probably. And I remember being like, Wow, this song is awesome. And then friend of the pod, Noah, one day was like, Hey, have you ever heard this song? And I'm like, Yeah, dude, the song's awesome. And then it got 
that might be the most overplayed song of all time. No, not of all time. What is? I yeah. There's it's no way to her time. I mean, um, what? Do what? Wanna? I'm gonna look up most overplayed songs. No, my because like Old Town Road was the modern version that popped in my head. No, it got overplayed. Yeah, but it, after its run, it stopped. You search, overplayed, still, you, you search overplayed songs, Old Town Runs the first come up, so I don't think that's a ridiculous answer. Don't Stop Believing is hugely overplayed. Don't Stop Believing. Uh, Happy by Pharrell. Oh my God, don't say those words to me. Um, Despacito. I, I was sick of Despacito yeah, so fast. It might be Despacito. Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. Like Vodak Yellow, I'll still listen to. I don't give a shit. Nah, I don't think that's a pick. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. What is yeah. the most? I mean, most... Baby Shark. What would you guess? Don't look it up. Is the most streamed song of all time on Spotify? On Spotify? This is an active list. This is yeah. updated. Give me a genre. <laughs> Pop. So it's not Baby Shark. No. Baby Shark. That, that video has like 8 billion views on YouTube. I didn't think that that was that absurd. I'm not seeing Baby Shark. It might be. Not surprised. No, Baby Shark's not on the top 100. Despacito, 76. Wow. That's a shot. I guess I felt like that song never would go away. I guess it's kind of like the same thing I was saying, though, that like once it's Old Town Road. Oh, that's the remix specifically is at 96. That's below Call Me By Your Name. Yeah. Uh, license is already at 91. Wow. It, is this mo- is, is the current number one song? Is it? It's by Ariana Grande. No, mm, I took away three of my guesses. Ariana's not on here. Very that surprised high. me. Ariana's highest song is Seven Rings, and it's at twenty nine. I would have thought Thank You Next or something like that took it over. Um, song came out in twenty seventeen, so you definitely know it. I definitely know it. Like yeah, it's the most played song on Spotify. I guarantee you, I know it. <laughs> I've never. Well, I've never heard of this third song. What's the third song? Dance Monkey. By tones and I. Oh yeah. Maybe yeah. I'd recognize it. Maybe I'd recognize yeah, it. Yeah, I I definitely yeah, I definitely have heard that. I got no clue. Can we get laid get laid on me? All right, dear listener. Uh we're gonna play it and then I'm gonna cut it. This is a music and talk episode presented by Anchor. <laughs> we just listened to the song. I don't think I've ever heard that before in my life. Oh. It's by an Australian yeah. singer, so maybe it's just really big in like Australia. I don't Maybe know. I'm just. It came out in 2019. I don't know. What's the number one song, Jordan? Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Oh yeah, that's a uh, pop. Number two, Blinding Lights. That's not pop. Oh, Ed Sheeran is not pop. That's not pop. What are you talking about? That's not why I, th- I don't think of Shape of You as pop. Song. If you told me to list five pop artists, Ed Sheeran's probably going to be one of the first five I name. I can't believe I didn't think of Ed Sheeran's like as the most overplayed artist of all time. Ed Sheeran has 12 is perfect. And then 14 is thinking out loud. 18 is photograph. My Nickelback? Ed Sheeran's all, Ed Sheeran's all over this list. I would be. Oh, yeah. No. Ed, Ed Sheeran, Sheeran probably... is so goddamn famous in the, in the rest of the world. Like He's famous in America, but he's like double that outside. He's of like America. Adele famous. Yeah. Like Adele is everywhere. I'm looking at this and I don't know because obviously, you know, some artists probably have way more like lower tiered songs, but. Ed Sheeran might be the most streamed artist of all time. Um, Rockstar by Post Malone is fourth. Wow, really? Uh, I'm looking through this list. All of these songs, 
the, the highest stream song that hasn't come out in the last decade-ish is Bohemian Rhapsody at 24th. The, the most streamed artist in the world is Drake, though. Ed Sheeran's number two. I guess that makes sense because Drake just has so much music. Yeah. I'd, I'd be curious to see, like, the... Oh, my God. Hmm. His lead... This, so, his streams where he's the lead is 44.8 billion. His Drake? featured is 17.3 billion. Ed Sheeran, his featured streams is only 2 billion. Jeez. Good Lord, yeah, Bad Bunny's making a push. He's I guess Ed Sheeran's not really handing out features. No. Um, BTS attends, shocking to me. Hey, 63rd on this list. Can't hold us by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. This has been a great sports episode. <laughs> um, there's just not much sports shit to talk about. Jawan Howard punched a guy in the head. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Uh, he's gonna, I thought it was hilarious. I saw a lot of people being like, oh, this is classless behavior. This is not a joking matter. And I'm like, it kind of is. He didn't like it's, actually hurt the guy. It's not good behavior. I'll agree with that. No. I, uh, uh, I mean, if he had like... I, I'm curious the- if he's that mad over timeout. What did the hell did he do to Chris Webber? <laughs> My next question. But <laughs> also people have been... People have been pointing out the time... What I don't understand why the timeout made him mad because... In the in the game uh, against Purdue, when they where they won eighty two to fifty eight, he took a timeout with a minute forty five left. And in, when they beat Indiana eighty to sixty two, he took a timeout with fifty five seconds left. See the I, problem. The problem here is that you're expecting a man who punched another coach on live television to be thinking rationally. At all. I, I I don't I don't know why that specifically just got to him because he he was ready right at the handshake line where he was just he just went I I'll remember that and then. They they started drawing at each other. To be fair, the, the guy the guy inst- the guy kind of instigated. They, not the guy that got hit. The head coach of Wisconsin. No, I disagree with that because like that's just how he shakes hands where he grabs the the coach's arm and shakes it. I think he was just halfway through that motion. That then why did he hold on for so long and not because then, because then they because at, at that point they were in an altercation. Yeah, because he's because he was holding on to him. If he but wants anyway. to, you know, like quip at Juwan because Juwan like wasn't looking at him and was just walking right by him. You know, Juwan was quipping at him. I'm saying Juwan like said that and he just was going to walk right by him, and then that guy like grabbed him and wouldn't. Well, I think the guy him. was just going for like his normal handshake routine, and then Juwan was like, "Whoa, you're still holding on to me." I think well, like, Juwan told him like three times, "Don't touch me," and the guy wouldn't yeah. let go. Yeah, I don't I know. know. My my average handshake time does not overtake the time it takes to say "Don't touch me" three times. No, I don't grab. I don't grab people's arm. I, arm. I hate. I hate the arm grab handshake. I hate it. I hate every I, with every fiber of my being. You ever get somebody who handshakes you like on the wrist? I hate that. That's the worst. That's and the it worst. Was always like in high school, the kid who tried too hard to like look cool, like they were. You ever, cool. you ever had a handshake with someone you like really respect, and they have a really bad handshake, and you're just like, oh, that's disappointing. It's kind of crazy how like the handshake over centuries has like still just become like such an important thing when like you know like the origin of the handshake. I sure don't. It, the reason it was like a way for them to like, it's like two people are shaking hands with their right hand. That's their sword hand. Oh, I actually hand. did know that. They're, they're I actually did know that because their blade or whatever. Which, that's although why, you, you can pull it up a, half a second later. That's why I have a tactical advantage as someone who's left-handed. It's true. I'm ambidextrous. Um, I could, I could, I could wield. Can you write with your left hand? I write with my left hand. But can I you write with your right hand? Not well. Like it could, it's like it would be legible, but it'd be pretty terrible. My hand makes dog shit either way, so I don't know. Yeah, I write with my left hand, and I do almost everything else with my right. 
Like I dribble a basketball with my right hand. I shoot a basketball poorly coward. with my right hand. Um, Traitor, coward. I yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just kind of I, I'm playing both sides so yeah. that no matter what, I come out on top. To quote, the like, why can't we all just get along? Like, yeah. it's yeah. <laughs> um, Goran Dragic signed with the Nets. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, Demar Derozan. That's important. He's the top buyout person, probably. Um. He's going to Brooklyn. Uh, I, oh, I wanted to say on the All Star game. Uh, I thought it was very nice how LeBron had the winning shot. Very nice, and Curry going from fifty. Steph had fifty. Yeah, we got to mention Steph had fifty. Um, shot sixteen threes. We shot twenty seven. I didn't really watch. Threes. I didn't watch hardly any of the game. Um, what, what 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 are your thoughts though? Also on everyone making the big kerfuffle about LeBron saying, "Yeah, I want to play my last year with Bronny." That's, I, mean, I thought that was the worst kept secret in sports for a long time. I, yeah, did. I didn't think that was news. His final year of his contract is when probably if they well, change the rules is when Bronny's going to be in the league. I, I figured that was pretty obvious what he was trying to do. Well, he didn't say my last year is going to be Bronny's first year, but like also he said, he my last year, he's so, be I mean, like, if, if he's, if he's out there putting up 23 points a night when he's 38, he's not going to retire just because Bronny's in the league now. He might play another year or two. He's not going to be – he's going to be like 40, 41 when Bronny's in the league. He's 37 right now, Jordan. Bronny's a junior in high school. So, yeah, he'll be – Like 40. Uh, he turned 37 not long It's ago. It's going to be like – it's going to be like Brady where it's just like, I sure, I'm still year, playing well, but I'm just going to stop. He'll be 39. He'll be 38 to 39 when he's yeah. in Bronny's – Possibly a rookie. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, it makes sense. LeBron Bronson's going to help him navigate him through the first year in the league and all that. Show him how to run down an up escalator when women are trying to talk to you. Uh, that woman just couldn't really figure out what was going on there, could she? Um, that video is very funny. It's a very funny video. It's also going to be very funny when LeBron is, like, a pacer every year. <laughs> That's going to suck. <laughs> That's going to suck so much. It's, it's got, yeah, like, he's going to be, like, a Sacramento king. <laughs> we'll be like. Ronnie demand a trade. <laughs> Ron should go. It'd be cool if they were in like a big market. Like, I don't know. Like, what's like a bad team in a big market? Uh, like, we'll probably, like, I mean, the Rockets probably won't be good for another year or two. Well, OKC like, owns every pick until like 2030. So true. that's the li- most likely place it's going to be. Well, now I'm picturing LeBron throwing oops to Jalen Green. Who, by the way, Jalen Green is still trying to finish a dunk. Yeah. He still can't get it down. I felt bad for him. 22% true shooting percentage in the dunk contest. Oh, Jesus Christ. Not good. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a good look. That's the stat of the day brought to you by Josh Ashelman and brought to you by Mission Tortillas. Get your tortillas here. Oh, you can afford name brand. Okay. Wow. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I like to splurge. Um, I get that. I mean, I, those, the podcast checks have been rolling in lately. Um, Lord. Olympics. This so I've got uh, some quick hits here. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to talk about the Olympics. We said we would talk about the Olympics. Um, I think I kind of feel like we're just in the quick hits segment now. USA uh, okay. finished fourth in total medal count. Oh, the Olympics is over. I had no idea. Yeah, last night was the closing. We got fourth. Yeah, we're Did more we of a up? we're more of a summer nation. Fourth. Um, I'm, I'm making them all smelt their medals down. Well, Russia finished like eighth, so RIP Bozo. Yeah, I mean, you mean, the R- you mean the ROC. 
Oh, you're right. My mistake. Not Russia. Um, Russia's not allowed to play. You're right. Um, yeah. So Norway won. Yeah. They, they crushed. That's fair. That's fair. Well, I guess. I guess it depends on how you look at it because Norway had 37 total medals. But on all the stuff where it's like cross country skiing and stuff like that, they just dominate. So that just makes sense. Well, they 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 led with 16 golds. Yeah. But they also led with overall medals with 37. But so they win. But Russia only had six goals, putting them at ninth base on this. But they had 32 total medals because they just cleaned up on silver and bronzes. I'm sorry, the Russian Olympic Confederation or whatever. Committee. Sure, that's a committee. Yeah. You know, one word I would use to describe a bunch of athletes is a committee. Um, Dabo Sweeney be like. Um, Germany finished second, China finished third, United States finished fourth. We were clearly in fourth. Though. Oh no, we were. I guess we were tied for fourth with Sweden and Netherlands. Oh my god! We're clearly fourth in terms of a uh, total medal count, though. It's embarrassing. We got third if we count only silver medals. I don't. No. No. Um, JT, shout out to JT Bo. Um, he he won the he won four golds at one Olympics. Wow. In the biathlon. Is biathlon the event you'd want to do least at the Olympics? Although cross-country yep. skiing looks pretty miserable. Is that yeah, yeah, that's probably like the top of well biathlon has that would be like a gun in your back, isn't that that one? Is that like shooting yeah, where you like ski and lay down on the ground because then you're cold, you're laying on the ground, and it's snow. Uh, I wouldn't cross want to country. Do... Oh, that, oh, so I said cross country skiing would suck ass. The biathlon is cross country skiing and rifle shooting. Yep, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It has to be maybe worse. it's better because at least after all that shit, you get to fire off some guns. But you have to lay on the ground in the snowy snow. Oh crap! Uh, I oh, would man. say that I would least want to do skeleton. What is skeleton? Oh, is that where you go like back and forth? No, that's the, that's the. That's the bobsled event where you're basically on like those carts from your elementary school gym class and you have to face forward as you're going like 80 oh, miles yeah, per hour. Yeah. Or have you so, seen, yeah, I probably wouldn't want to do there's that. Like the, is that where there's like the two guys lying on top of each other? That's something else. Skeleton is when it's just you and you have to face forward because the other one, like your head's back. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. What happens if you fall? Also, we were watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> Essentially, you get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you get injured. They you just turn. get injured if you mess up. That's it. They've been watching NASCAR. Now, what happens if one of those cars crashes? Yeah, like, what if you just run out of gas? I don't know. <laughs> um, after the Super Bowl, did you also, I guess you were popping champagne and whatnot. You might not have noticed. They shifted to Olympic coverage very fast. Very fast. Because, like, Mike Tirico was still on the SoFi's field. And he's like, all right, we'll be right back to that. I'm like, I don't care about mono sled. Right. They were, <laughs> they were like, they don't knock the mono bob. They were like, all right, here's the uh, Super Bowl MVP, the owner for some reason, Cronky. Shout out Sam Cronky. Um, that's our dude. Uh, we'd love to sure. have you on the pod, brother man. Um, yeah. <laughs> I guess you might actually give him a piece of your mind. Um, they pivoted right I away. I would have been at the parade if they were still in St. Louis, dude. <laughs> they, true. They pivoted to Olympic coverage, like right, and the parade in St. Louis would have been more than a quarter mile. Yeah. Um, they, 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 they turned on Olympic coverage right away, and the spot set was on. And to which I remarked to the people I was watching it with, foolishly, I knew I knew I was probably not getting all of it. I said, "This kind of looks easy. Like, why is this like an athletic feat? It's basically like go kart racing." <laughs> and I get that, like the beginning where you have to do like the push off. Obviously, is really hard because you're pushing like a 400 pound sled and you're jumping in and stuff. Yeah, to steer it. 
right. But I'm like, in my head, I was like, that's not really like athletic. But then I saw a picture of the course and it's like perpendicular with the ground. Yeah. It's like, I didn't, I thought it was literally. It's a crazy bank. I thought it was just like go-karting because I've, I've done a luge before and it was obviously one for families and for tourists. Yeah. And that one was easy. And my head, I guess, was like, that's what they're doing up there on the Olympics. Breaking news. Juwan Howard suspended five games. Say that again, that my neighbor above me is moving furniture. Like, I swear to God, they've been remodeling their apartment and vacuuming it 9,000 times a day for the last week. Continue uh, to say that again. Breaking news. Juwan Howard suspended five games. Five. By Michigan or by the NCAA? Doesn't say. I'm surprised. I thought they would have gone the rest of the year. As a reminder, Silvio D'Souza got 10 games. Shout out to Silvio. I had a dream the other night that Silvio came back to KU and we used him as an enforcer. He'd be pretty sick. And if we were like losing a game, we'd put in Silvio to like take out the best player. And it was just widely accepted that that's what we did. Everybody oh, I don't like that. <laughs> Everybody was kind of just okay with it. <laughs> Any other quick hits, Josh? Oh, oh yeah, salute to Van Jefferson. He named his son Champ. That was one of my quick hits. Uh, yeah, shout out to Champ Jefferson. Shout- did you did you see the clip? No, I saw uh, I saw the clip of him running off the field. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can't imagine what's going through your head. He's like, "Wow, I just want to hear here my kids." Like, and all of a sudden, your wife's having a baby right now. You have to leave, and he's just like, "Oh, all right, yeah, we just have to go." I cannot imagine being that calm with all those things stacking on top of you. His kids were like, "Why?" Yeah, he's like, "Wow, he's having a baby." Unfortunately, Why do we have to leave? <laughs> unfortunately, due to due to traffic, uh, he was not able to be there in person. He was on FaceTime though for like the, the for like the actual birth. Mm. Uh, so this is another once again our segment trains. Train. Trains. Trains. Um, did you see the 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 side by side the other day of the Chinese uh, mass transit whatever in California? No, it was like a, it was a side by side of China's uh, subway or like train system from 20 years ago. And now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where they were building stations out in like the middle of nowhere, middle of nowhere. And then they, you know, built cities and stuff there. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, I I was going to reference it as if this is a unique stat that I knew, but I realized it's from the office that China has like 30 cities with more than a million people or something. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, You know, though, uh, DeMar DeRozan broke Wilt Chamberlain's record for most consecutive games with 35 plus points on 50% or better shooting. That's impressive. Anytime a Wilt Chamberlain record's broken. I'm going to try and keep these with a theme here. So that's, let's see, make sure I don't have another basketball quick hit real quick. Uh, Nikola Jokic celebrated his 27th birthday on Saturday. And he said, when asked how it went, he said, Luca did a performance and did not elaborate on what that meant. So Jordan, what do you think? Luca did a performance means because my idea is that he jumped out of cake and sang happy birthday like a Marilyn showgirl yes that's my interpretation of Luca did a performance that would be the best possible outcome I did see several videos of them fucking with each other like Jokic was given a press conference mm-hmm. Luca threw like a little foam basketball or something at him Michael um, Jordan basically tackled Luca yeah and had no idea who Carl Anthony Towns was. I think he, I, someone said it, and I, I believe this maybe because there's no way he doesn't know. No, yeah. Cat. But someone said, Cat won the three point contest. Maybe MJ bet a bunch of money on somebody else and he's pissed that Cat beat him. Um, <laughs> I could see it. Uh, did you see Michael Jordan offered, he, he challenged Magic to play a game of one on one? I did. And around them laughed. And then he was, he was dead ass serious though. Yeah. 
because a bunch of old heads are now like, see, still got it in him. Still could be in this league, I bet. I would love to see a video of current age Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson playing one-on-one. Oh, yeah, no, that'd be great. Like a little charity event? That'd be great. It would certainly just be a lot of jumpers. Yeah. A little walking basketball. That'd be cool. Who was the um, who was the Hornets slash Bobcats player? I, th- I think it was. The- I was going to say, yeah, uh, you're kind of leaving era. a wide range there. I who was that guy? He played for Charlotte. Um, no, it was when he. It might have been Michael Kidd Gilchrist when he was a rookie. Oh, yeah, probably. He was kind of sucking, and Michael Jordan one day at practice challenged him to play one on one, and Michael Jordan just gave him the fucking work. Yeah, I, yeah, it may have been. It might have been Michael Kidd Gilchrist. I don't know. Um, we'll have the research. No, it was someone. Oh man, it was someone that like they said that like Michael was always really tough on them for like no reason, even though he was having a good year. I don't know. Oh, it was, it was Steven Jackson? Yes. He played Steven Jackson, played him in a testy game of one-on-one, according to Eduardo Najera, 2K legend. MJ beat Jackson and said, how does the leather taste in your mouth after every shot he made? <laughs> oh. It was nice to see. It was nice to see Michael there because it, it, it is bizarre how little he does around the league, I feel. Um, I, I know there's probably some restrictions since he's an owner and stuff. Well, that's like why that. Magic Johnson sold a stake in the team is so he could tweet. Well, that's but I mean, like Magic would be like in events in commercials for like the 75th anniversary and you know and stuff like yeah. that. Michael just is rarely in those things, and mm-hmm. and that I will say that was the first event where like Kobe not being there felt really weird. It was weird when they were showing. It, it, like it, it, I, I don't. It, it felt very odd that he wasn't there. They were going through all of the players on the show, and they would show like whenever there was like an old one who had died, and then just Kobe. Yeah, it was like dudes from the 1950s, black and white photos, and then Kobe. Kevin Garnett still wants to punch Ray Allen every season. <laughs> that was and Paul Pierce was right next to him too. Yeah, I'm shocked that because if you look at it, KG was definitely gonna like give like a begrudging like handshake or something to Ray. But he's LeBron swooped in and said, I'm going to defuse this situation. <laughs> Very funny. I kind of wish they, I kind of wish Kevin Garnett had punched him. I, I wish Kevin Garnett had punched somebody, not Juwan Howard. Um, shout out to Juwan Howard. Oh, shit. You know what I just realized? Go ahead. I was going to say this, and I'm putting two and two together in my head. I went to a Miami Heat every year in Kansas City back in the day. There would be a preseason game at Sprint Center. Mm-hmm. Team I went a lot. And one time the Miami Heat were playing. Yeah, because they always pick a team with like KU players, Chalmers. Yeah. Juwan Howard is an, either an assistant coach or just a really old player. And as he was like walking off the floor or something one time, my dad gave him a fist bump. So my dad has secondhand punch that Wisconsin coach in the face. Assault. Yes, my dad might have to go. My dad might be implicated. <laughs> he might be going to court for this. Um, be a character witness for him. All right. Uh, some other quick hits. Uh, my, my hose job of the week. ECU, Eastern Carolina, uh, they had a walk-off home run, but it got called back because for whatever reason, as the pitch was being thrown, the first base ump called timeout, and then ECU lost in extra innings. So, baseball, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's just as great as ever. That just um, sounds like a like something that would happen. Like, if you told me, like, I didn't realize that that could happen. I thought that was I didn't realize a first base ump could call timeout during I, a pitch. I, I thought that was something that only happened in football games, like before a big – winning field goal like i i just don't know what would cause a first base on to call timeout <laughs> unless so, like, yeah absolutely brutal uh and ecu is pretty good at baseball I think. yeah 
Uh, here's a just kind of a bizarre one. Did you see that guy who was arrested on felony vandalism charges for driving his Jeep all over the field at Petco Park? You mean my Uncle Jim? No. How did he get in? The I guess the, they like some service access thing was open for like, you know, they were just doing normal like field maintenance and he just drove in. Huh. Drove. Have you seen the video? No, I'll look it up. Oh, nice it like Marshawn Lynch when he was driving around on the golf cart. Yeah, but like worse. Better. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. sending it to you. I'm sending you. We'll probably retweet it. Do you remember when that guy jumped? Uh, he stole a plane and was just flying the plane around. He was like suicidal. Yeah. We kind of all just. Did he crash? I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, he purposely crashed. We all just kind of let that one go pretty easily. I mean, we kind of we never really talked about it. Um, what are you gonna do? Anyway, I'm watching. Oh my god! Oh, so he's like on the field. Yeah. No, he he tore up that outfield. There's poor people ground. there. Yeah, the ground crew's out there working. Yeah, he's just poor poor ground crew. I was expecting this to be at like 2 a.m. No, no. That's what I'm saying. Like a service door had to be open or something for like the grounds crew team. And it was a crime of opportunity. And he was just talking to the guys. I don't know. There was a video. He, he was, or no, or, or they, they might be pulling the guy out of the car. Yeah. They're probably just like, you're, it looked, you're it looked like they probably, shut, was, they probably shut the door and they're like, what are you going to do now? <laughs> it, it, it looked like the guy was like talking, like talking to somebody and I was like, Oh, hold on. Let me get back in. Let me back out. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Josh. Any other quick hits here? Any other things? Oh, I got, can... I got, I got a few more. Uh, what are your thoughts, Jordan? Um, college baseball allowing the first year, and uh, Vanderbilt was the first team I saw do it. They were all, all the Vanderbilt players were wearing wristbands that would tell uh, the players, including the pitcher, catcher, and all the people in the uh, in the defense, what pitch was coming, so that way that that the coach entered in from the dugout. This is legal in college baseball this year, and uh, the company K Band. Um, or the some I don't know if that's the company name. They're working on something for this for the major leagues to relay signs to every single player on the defense, so that way to kind of eliminate sign stealing. Oh, on defense. Yeah, no, no. Vanderbilt not was not the hitter. Vanderbilt was not cheating. This they were whole, doing their own players. This whole time I was sitting here and I was thinking that you meant like the hitter would know too. No. And so, no, the, point, so the point is that like you would to have get, eliminate signs and sign stealing. To where it would just be like a, a wristband that the players can see, and like the coach would be on like an iPad. And I'm assuming like fastball, yeah. and then they would all get fastball. Like uh, the rendering that I see of the current prototype, I'll send it to you. Well, here. here's my thought. Here's my thought. Would you have to take it off before you go up to bat? I doubt it. I imagine something that just kind of fits under your sleeve and just says like maybe it's like some buzzes or something like that. Um, my thought though is like it seems like somebody could maybe hack that. That's my thought, but like, also, like, what if a pitcher waves it off? <laughs> right, like, yeah, like, how does he know that? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I, don't I guess like you it. could probably find a way to like. I don't. Like, it's it's. I'm looking at it now, and it does literally just say fastball, and then like high and outside. Like it's interesting, but I also don't like it. <laughs> I think it would be maybe a better if you didn't have to explicitly say fastball, and you could say like. Three uh, 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 F or something, because then the hitters wouldn't. If they somehow hacked it, I don't think there would be really be a way to hack it. But no, I don't, I don't think so. Either. Then like they wouldn't know what three if that's a curveball or a slider or whatever. If you look at the video I see of the Vanderbilt broadcast, you see him just kind of looking down at his wrist 
and then he'll he throws the pitch. So, but I don't know. It's kind of cool that they're kind of testing it out in the college game. Yeah, and like speaking of testing it. something out for the big leagues, the NFL and XFL are kind of merging and partnering together. It's kind of cool that XFL will test out new rules, equipment, and officiating for the NFL. They're kind of like the Atlantic League with baseball. Pretty much. Yeah. That's kind, That's of, kind cool. of cool. That is cool. Shout out to, shout out to Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Is he the leader of the XFL? He, yeah, he bought it. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I got two more quick hits. Uh, shout out to the 30th anniversary of the best Simpsons episode, Homer at the Bat, which uh, featured uh, Don Magley, Jose Canseco, Daryl Strawberry, Roger Clemens, Ken Griffey Jr., uh, Sachs, Smith, Boggs, and Sosha. So, hell of an episode. I think I've seen that one. I haven't seen they it. Had to, they had the, they, a fun fact about that. So, they could only film the players' lines when they were playing either like the Angels or the Dodgers, um, to get them in LA. So kind of this uh, really cool little production note there. But I, I, my parting quick hit with you, Jordan, is this is just an interesting fact. It's not a dig at Joe Burrow at all. But each of the last 16 quarterbacks to lose in their Super Bowl debut have never made it back to the Super Bowl. And that's just science. That's I'm, I'm just saying like that's crazy because like let's go back. Let's just keep it to like where we were like alive, you know, because unless you have some thoughts about Stan Humphreys. I don't really Jimmy think we need to go back there. Make it back next year. But like Steve McNair, Drew Bledsoe, Jake Delhomme, which I always forget he was in the Super Bowl. That's just really funny. This is as a starter, also, not like they were in a, as, right. as a backup. But Jimmy not, G, uh, Jimmy G got damn close this year. Jimmy G and and the year he was in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm saying he got damn close to oh to making it back. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, the most recent ones being Jimmy G, Jared Goff, Matt Ryan. Cam Newton, Colin Kaepernick, Rex Grossman, Matt Hasselbeck, and Donovan McNabb. That's just wild. Don't sleep on golf next to your Lions. That's true. Uh, Even though, I mean, the the trade with the Rams kind of, you know, they got the 32nd overall first-round pick, so that kind of didn't work. Yeah, that sucks. I might as well just not even use it. Yeah, I mean, it's basically just a second-round pick. But yeah, no, I hopefully, hopefully, uh, I, I, th- I definitely think Burrow has the best chance of breaking that. Uh, no recency bias here saying those things. I think Hasselbeck's uh, still got a shot. Maybe Rex Grossman's kind of kind of filthy with it. Rex uh, Grossman, but I mean Matt Ryan. I think I'm uh, Matt Ryan. You know, I'm actually switching my answer to Matt Ryan. He's probably going to pull a Stafford and be like, I'm not going to be around for a rebuild. Trade me. <laughs> I don't think he's going to go to Super Bowl again, though. I don't know unless he. I saw something that said Matt Ryan could be the next Broncos QB if they strike out on Rodgers. Which, by the way, I've kind of come to the, the my current stance on Aaron Rodgers. I think he's going to stay. I don't think he does still. I think he's gone, gone. I don't think he's going to Denver. I don't think Jordan Love is going to be the <laughs> next long-term starter for the Packers. Well, I, don't know. I didn't say that. But, but, yeah, no. Jordan loves unless Jordan Love gets really good, his name will just forever be synonymous with his family having really terrible seats. Yeah, at least in my eyes. The Eric Dickerson section. I don't get that reference, but I'll take your word. Uh, he did. He got mad at the Rams for the Super Bowl because they they offered him like nosebleed seats, and he uh, said, "I'm just going to watch it at home." And said, "Oh yeah, that was a quick hit." Freaking Charlie D'Amelio was sitting fucking front row. Charlie D'Amelio, she probably was. The goddamn D'Amelio family—they just bought ownership with like Jay-Z of Mitchell and Ness. Mitchell and Ness. <laughs> kind of cool. I mean, it makes sense. I, I was just like, it was like Jay-Z and D'Amelio family, part of investor. I was like, it was really? like, a, it was like Jay-Z, Lil Baby, Meek Mill. Yeah. D'Amelio. But the article I saw first said like Jay-Z, D'Amelio family and others invested by Mitchell and Ness. I was like, what? How the hell did Jay-Z and the D'Amelios link up? Makes sense. 
I bet they'll just start doing like young person fashion stuff now. Mitchell and Ness yeah. is dope. Yeah, no, they're great. Great brand. I've got some Mitchell and Ness stuff. It's a little expensive. Yeah, you, I get it. You're certainly going to go down now that the Dumelios are associated with it. Yeah, there's no way they're going to hike up the price now. Pete Buttigieg fixed bread, bread prices. I forgot about that meme until the other day when someone referenced it. You don't remember that? I didn't hear what you said. Pete Buttigieg fixed bread prices? Nope. You don't remember that? Nope. Before he was running for president, he worked for a like consulting company that like fixed prices. Oh, yep. And there was the infamous moment of um, someone saying something about like your past associations with whatever. And he's like, well, you know, I, I would disagree with that. And the, it's the, the, the guy Stone Cold saying, you fixed bread prices. You remember the meme. If I showed it to yeah. you, you remember. Yeah, it. that sounds familiar now. This has been the meme hour. This has been the least sports sports podcast episode of all time. I guess we can talk about fishing for a bit. We did talk some fishing. We didn't fishing talk NASCAR this time, though. Fishing's on ESPN sometimes. Have you ever seen drone racing? Yeah, it's kind of underwhelming. I, I like it. I think it's cool. It's kind it's of like that they do the same course every time. I kind of get motion sickness when I watch it. <laughs> yeah, they should like slow it down like 0.75. Like for the viewer. Like, don't give me like drone view camera. That's just too much. Yeah, that, that's a little much. I can't imagine being in the actual headset. That's what I'm saying. That's just you ever you ever have you ever do VR? Never done VR. Really? I I have one of those like cheap. I bought it for like five dollars at Walmart. I don't use it. I it was very it was fun when we first got it. Is when mm. we lived on Mass, and like I went on YouTube, and there's all the videos of like roller coaster POV and stuff. That's fun, but I don't even know where it is now. But I've used like an actual like legit one before. I was at an Oklahoma City Thunder game, and they had a. This was back when Victor Oladipo was on the Thunder. <laughs> they had like you put on the headset, and then you were like shooting around with Victor Oladipo, and it was actually super realistic because that was one of like the expensive ones. So there, there's another sports thing to leave you on. We're talking about Victor Oladipo and the Thunder, the Wonder Years, <laughs> as I call them. Um, uh, all right, Josh. Any any other any any parting thoughts besides that? Uh no, I, I think I'm good. I'm, I'm just getting. I'm, I'm I'm over winter, man. I'm excited for springtime, summertime. I've been uh, plotting and getting close to getting some of my garden beds built and running this summer, uh, spring, summer. So I'm excited homeowner vibes like oh, yeah. it. um it was like 70 degrees here today but there's still snow outside it's melting but it's just a very weird it snowed and was like an ice storm that hit snowstorm and then like the last three days it's been like 60 it's just very weird and then i think like later i think tomorrow it's going to get back down to like single digits yep same here it was like 50 it was like mid 50s all day today and still 50 right now but it's about to start pouring ass rain <sighs> the next two days all um, that to say this weather we've been having is kind of crazy, huh? <laughs> um, all right. We've gone about an hour 20, I think. Um, yeah. Good podcast. Uh, we'll see what the listener has to say. It was an episode. It was certainly an episode. We're, if, we're, this if, is the if, 20th if, if, episode, right? 19. Oh, very solid. If not anything else, we gave you guys something to listen to. We, we can't be knocked for not putting out content. Um, thank you. For hey, if you have an opinion about the about the episode, feel free to tweet us any all, any and all hate mail at long release cast um, at by Jordan with at Ashman Josh. And if you love the episode, please leave us a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you please uh, peruse your podcast selection. Um, First person to 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 tweet at long release podcast 
with your emoji of choice gets one dollar Venmoed from me. Not you. you Damn it. Count. You don't count. Um, must and not, must get, not be currently employed by a one of the cast. No family members. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that, that, that prize will be taxed, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, Make sure to report that. Right, right, right. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for giving us your time. We look forward to talking to you again soon. Take care. May God bless us all. May God bless the love in our hearts. I'm gonna schedule a, like a flyover over your apartment <laughs> during the end of <laughs> during the end of your anthem. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you later. <laughs>